Welcome back to The Daily Devotion. My name is Kevin Hell. I'm the pastor of Christ Church Conway, a congregation of the Presbyterian Church in America here in Conway, Arkansas. The Daily Devotion is a time for us to be strengthened in our faith through the study of Scripture and theology. We're working our way through this incredible letter that Paul wrote to the Galatians. We know it as the Book of Galatians in the New Testament. It's the fourth of Paul's letters that we have in the New Testament. And of the letters that we have, it's one of what many people would say is the more significant letters of Paul. Not that any part of the Word of God is insignificant. But in this, we really get to the heart of justification by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. That is, we really get to the heart of the way of salvation, the heart of the gospel. It's what Paul is contending for in this letter because many are opposing him because they don't like the effect that he's having. They don't like the message that he's preaching. And so they're trying to stand against and diminish the truth of what it is that he preaches. Right now, we're working our way through this biographical section that runs through the, the second half of chapter 1 and down through chapter 2. And we've made it up to verse 18. So today, this morning, we're going to look at verses 18 through 24. So 18 to the end of chapter 1. Let me pray for us and then I will read the passage and make a few comments. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that Paul so clearly lays out the gospel that as he was led by your spirit, even as he was under attack, that your spirit led him to make the gospel clear. And even because he was under attack, because that attack came because of the clarity of the gospel, he decided not to pull back, but to make it more clear. We thank you for the boldness of your spirit in Paul, that we might now have this clear testimony to the truth of the gospel, that we might understand our standing before you in Jesus Christ, as his finished work is applied to us by faith, which the spirit works in us. Would you give us your spirit now that we might see clearly, that we might have ears to hear that we might understand your word. Indeed, that faith might be worked in us and we might be strengthened to rest more and more in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Paul writes this in Galatians chapter 1, beginning in verse 18. Then, after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him for 15 days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. And what I'm writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They only were hearing it said, he who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And they glorified God because of me. So one of the things that we are beginning to see here is that as Paul has been laying out his story, he's reminding us, going all the way back to verses 11 and 12, that he's not preaching man's gospel. This isn't something that he was simply taught by man and sent out as an ambassador of men. He tells us in verse 11 and 12, I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel, for I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. Yesterday, we looked at the reality of his story that we read in the book of Acts in the first part of chapter 9, that as he was on his way to persecute the church, Christ revealed himself to him and called him to preach. He reminds us 
that after doing that, he didn't go directly to Jerusalem to talk to the apostles. In fact, it was some three years later. So when we look back at the book of Acts in chapter 9, and we read of his conversion in the first part of chapter 9, and then we read of his ministry beginning in verse 19 down through verse 25, those few verses there apparently cover about three years because then in verse 26 we are up to what Paul's talking about in verse 18 of the book of Galatians. That eventually he did go to Jerusalem. But not before he began his ministry, not before he began preaching the gospel in the, air, in the, in the regions that he had gone to of Damascus, Syria, and Cilicia. He, he preached the gospel for three years. Then he went to visit Peter. And that's what we have recorded in Acts chapter 9, verse 26 through 30. He goes and visits with Peter. And so what we see here is, while on the one hand, his gospel was not from Jerusalem, it was confirmed by Jerusalem. And it will be confirmed again later when he's at the Jerusalem council in Acts chapter 15. So he's making this argument that on the one hand, you can't come at him saying that he's got this man-derived gospel because that's not the case. Nor can you come at him saying that he's got this gospel that he's the only one preaching because that also is not the case. He didn't get this gospel from Jerusalem, but it does check out with the apostles in Jerusalem. Paul is rhetorically brilliant here. He's covering all of his bases because he knows that people will stand against him. And so he's responding to those who now have stood against him. And he's saying, on the one hand, I didn't get this gospel from Peter. I didn't get this gospel from Jerusalem. But it did check out with them. I, I did, after three years of ministry, go and visit Peter and, and stayed with him for 15 days. And the only other person, the only other apostle I saw there was James. And then he takes this kind of divine vow before God, I do not lie. He's wanting us to see how serious he's taking what it is that he's saying. He's not just making stuff up here. He's not just trying to weasel out of of having misspoken. He is trying to lay out the truth of his actions, the truth of his plan, the truth of his life and how things came to be. And after that, then he goes to the regions of Syria and Cilicia, continues his ministry. For some time, we're going to see next when we look at chapter 2 that it was 14 years before he made it back to Jerusalem. So here he is in the region of Syria and Cilicia. But he says, I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. He still wasn't even ministering in this broader region of Judea. They didn't know who he was. He hadn't been there in person. He didn't get his gospel from even those who who probably these churches in Judea were people that had fled Jerusalem because of persecution and were in the broader region known as Judea. They would have known of Paul, but he's reminding us that they didn't know me in person. I hadn't even been there. I was off doing something else. I was off preaching the gospel in other areas. 
But notice they had heard about him. They had heard this. He who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. And it says they glorified God because of me. So, so think, think through this. You know, let's apply some logic here for a second. First of all, what they had heard was that there was this guy, Saul, who used to kill Christians. He used to persecute us. So the, these were the people that they, they understood. We were the ones that he was coming after. So those that he was giving approval for there in Acts 8 and 9, the, the, the approval of Stephen the martyr, those that he was pursuing further with a letter in hand that he could, that's the us here. These people understand that we're the ones that he was coming after to kill. We're the ones he was coming after to haul off to jail. We're the ones who believed in Jesus that he stood against, that he opposed, and now he is preaching the faith he was trying to destroy. So they identify, they had heard enough about Saul become Paul and what he was preaching and what it was that he believed to recognize that what it is that he's preaching, what it is that he believes is the same thing that we believe. He is preaching the faith he once tried to destroy. He's preaching what we believe now. He's been converted. He has seen the light. He has found salvation in Christ and Christ alone. And it says they glorified God because of me. So by giving this biographical detail, Paul reminds us that these Christians who lived in Judea Remember, these Judaizers had come from Israel. They had come from Jerusalem and were saying, look, believing in Jesus is fine, but you got to do these works. Paul is now going back and saying, hey, by the way, the other Christians that lived there, the other Christians who, who live in Judea, they recognize, not the apostles, just the other Christians at large, they recognize that I'm preaching what they believe. So just because someone is from Jerusalem and saying that I'm teaching something different, you've got to consider the source. Because there are a great many Christians in Jerusalem and in Judea throughout Israel who are recognizing that what I am now preaching to you, Galatians, what I have preached to you, Galatians, what you believed, that that's what they believe. And when they heard my message they glorified God because he had saved me and given me this ministry and given me this faith and given me this proclamation of the gospel. So don't believe the lies. Because those back home, who though they haven't met me, have heard of me and have heard of my ministry and have heard my message, they're rejoicing. They're rejoicing at who I am now and what I preach. So once again, Paul responds to his critics with the simple facts of the matter. I haven't come up with something new. In fact, some of the apostles that I had talked to confirmed it early in my ministry. Many Christians did as well. 
and their response wasn't to stand against me. It wasn't to accuse me. It was to glorify God because of me. Paul's gospel is the gospel that we are justified by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone. It's the only way we have hope. Might we rejoice at Paul's ministry? Might we glorify God even now, so many years later at Paul's ministry, just as the Christians in Judea did. Amen.